Hello and welcome to this episode of Special Advising No Parent Left Behind, a show aimed at parents and caregivers of children along the spectrum of disabilities, but welcome siblings, teachers, healthcare professionals, and anyone interested in learning about topics from the world of exceptional needs, educational services, health and wellness, fitness, nutrition for you and your child, and more. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Mark Ingracia, and I have 34 years of experience as a classroom teacher, parent, coach, and advocate. I hope this podcast can inspire you to face your days more confidently, stirring a greater sense of self-love, mindfulness, and outpouring of goodness and positive role modeling for your children, while remembering to attend to the areas of your own mental, physical, and if you're inclined, spiritual health, enabling you to be all you hope to be for them. Today is a short episode where I want to speak from the heart about selflessness and its lessons for us as individuals, as partners, as parents, and as caregivers. It's a message I want to leave you with as we approach the new year. After that, stay tuned for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip. So let's end this year on an up note and add one last win to 2022. I've always believed in my heart that the greatest way for us to develop our best selves is by our selfless giving to others. And while in my youth I was able to live it out in drops, I lacked the comprehension of the magic that accompanies it. I missed the significance that the return on giving to others could offer to my development, the clarity it could provide in relation to how I considered living my own life, and the importance I placed on selfless acts outright. I knew it was a good thing to do something for another person, and it felt nice in the moment. But did it have to end there? I've discovered that the assist such acts offer to us in facing life's burdens can ease them as we learn to see them in less dramatic ways. Let me be clear that when I say selfless, I don't mean that one has to give up oneself entirely. I use selflessness in this presentation as the giving of ourselves without looking for something in return, even something as simple as doing so to make us feel better about ourselves. That reward I believe to be intrinsic to giving purely and a lesson that breaks life down to a a simple formula. Helping others helps me when I do it without the intention of helping myself. No quid pro quo. Just doing and being and feeling the weights gradually lift naturally. Giving is the reward. Selfless acts can be interwoven into our life and and in our very being. You don't lose yourself by being selfless. You actually gain more of you. Such acts can come at a cost when those less enlightened try and take advantage of the kind-hearted among us, but as I see it, if the giving person is in touch with their truth, These challenges from others can stand to make them stronger and more determined to live an enlightened journey, assisting those in greater need. How much importance do we want to place on burdens as they confront us? What's the cost of our investment in them? Stress, fatigue, poor diet, overall health, and their impact on our personal relationships. I believe we have the option and the ability to choose to connect to something greater than ourselves. By doing so, we might gain insight into how we want to prioritize life's demands, which might then free us up and equip us to forge the positive impact we can have on those in our lives and those outside of our intimate circle. 
My mother is a model example of a caring, fallible human being. She is as close as one can get to a pure heart in my experience. In her life, she has given of herself selflessly, which has enriched her and reinforced its benefits. She's lived with a smile, a positive word, and a laugh for everyone, and continues to offer that smile, a handhold, and a loving eye contact with which she expresses the word she can no longer master enunciating with consistency. And despite obstacles and those that might have influenced her to change course, she's never abandoned her true self. And this is now actualized as she's grown older and more frail in a form that is more clearly her nature, that of being a woman pure of heart, always putting others before herself without losing her identity. In fact, only strengthening it. Having the awareness that sacrifices sometimes come with a price when we're up against less enlightened people who want to take advantage of what they perceive to be weaknesses in kind people can nullify their impact. Staying focused on one's purpose is the scythe that cuts through the weeds of opposition and selfishness. Insofar as my mom is concerned, despite the ill intent of others at times, she kept rising above and shaping her true self gradually over the course of her life until it became more fully realized, never completely because we're human, but closer than most in my opinion. This is where, now, as I experience her nature that she has modeled to me all my life, to this day, in its purest form, I am educated as to how living her model makes me a better man for myself, yes, but particularly for others. And as I move away from results, I live lighter, freer, and happier, bringing that happiness to others and affecting them in more positive ways. As I've reached middle age, I can appreciate the lightness of living that emerges from giving up my expectations of self, the way I thought I should live and the things I thought I should do, and replacing them with the simple yet profoundly challenging idea of letting life be. By doing this, I'm more able to focus on the gift of following my desires to achieve my personal goals by naturally moving forward, gradually in the direction of each one of them. The slow build reveals the results over time. And this is informed by my understanding that giving selflessly can have a direct boomerang effect on my understanding of myself and the degree of joy I can access in this life. As the selfless acts take the focus off me, I'm more clearly able to see how far my willingness to extend myself to another improves their situation. And that can naturally, then, improve my own. And with these new eyes, I can gain a new perspective. And because I'm not distracted by and solely focused on my own troubles, I'm enriched and my burdens then become part of the communal world of burdens, no more or less important. As a result, we can see them as inevitable, but not to the point of defeat. We become stronger in the face of our own burdens, and we can do so with a lighter heart because we invest our spare efforts in others. We can become more patient, and that gives us a set of fresh keys to open doors with less fear and trepidation as we confront our challenges brick by brick instead of looking at the whole building at once. This is our opportunity as individuals and as parents. There's no perfect, and we will all fail at times. 
we will all do for others and sometimes want in return. It's wholly human, and it's not wrong or bad. Our lives are the marathon, and with each mile, we have an occasion to run stronger than the last. It's the lessons accumulated over the years of those miles that can allow to inform us and shape us to be better than we are and better than we might think we can be. We have an opportunity to live lighter by living simply for others who are important to us, like our kids. By doing so, our lives might become more comfortable as to make the challenges before us just one aspect of our human experience. As I sign off for 2022, I want to recognize the amazing work you all do as parents and caregivers to your children. Each time I sign off on an episode, I ask you to share your stories with me so that I may share them with the world. Not to show off how amazing you are, though that will speak for itself, but to inspire and bring joy to others who may need to be uplifted and know that there is good stuff in the journey that can be filled with burdens, fears, pain, challenges, loneliness, and uncertainty. I'm really hoping to make this a seminal part of my podcast. Your achievements are special, and I want to spread the good news. I want this opportunity, and I'm asking you to join me. Share a short couple of paragraphs story of success, celebration, and overcoming of a hardship, a moment, or anything you feel fits and adds to the bigger picture, the bigger story of the community you and your children enrich. Send these stories to my email, specialedrising at gmail.com, and I can't wait to share them. It's time now for a tip of the cap, your exceptional needs parenting tip. Today's tip comes from parentmap.com. Learn how to be a parent, not just a caregiver. You're a pharmaceutical dispensary, a home therapist, an insurance specialist. Yes, you will spend so much time on the phone with the insurance company that your ears will bleed. And medical transporter. But you're also a parent. Take the time to appreciate your child and to love that child only as a parent can. I want to thank you again for listening to this episode, and I hope you'll join me each week to hear about topics close to your heart and welcome fresh and informative insights into areas that are new to you. All music heard on today's show comes from Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Special Ed Rising. And on my website, specialedrising.com. If you like what you're hearing, be sure to rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts and tell your friends. You can contact me directly with questions, comments, or if you're interested in parent coaching through my email, specialedrising at gmail.com, or my contact pages on Facebook or my website. And if you would like to share some of your success stories with the audience, please send them to my email. Let's show the world what's possible. Also, let me know if there's anything you'd like to learn more about. And I want to thank you for an amazing year of support for my program. It's been an honor. And until next time, peace and keep rising. Thank you.